Hey ladies, I hope you've had an awesome week and have found the episodes encouraging and helpful and actually some tangible steps on these last couple of episodes. So I'd love to hear from you. Come on into the Set Free Sisterhood Facebook group and let me know and let me know what you think. Let me know how they've helped you. And also, what do you need? I'm here to serve you and help you throughout this podcast to help you really I can talk straight into your certain situation. So come in there. Let me know. You'll be seeing um, some more um, things coming up soon. And I'm not going to tell you yet, but you'll see it by the end of February. And you know the program's coming soon as well. So I know that you guys are hanging on. Just trying to get everything put together for you. And it's going to be a great group program. Stop over drinking sisterhood. We're doing this thing and I hope that January has started out great. It's February. Can you believe it? We're already here. So I hope you enjoy the episode today. Just a quick reminder, if you have written a review, thank you so much. It is awesome. It melts my heart and shows me that you're listening, you're out there, you're getting value. And if you just haven't had a chance to do that yet, would you, would you just take a moment this week to scroll down, click five stars and write a review for the show so that Apple will get out there more. The more things start ranking, I've seen rankings in Brazil, Africa, I've seen some in New Zealand this past week, Paraguay, like all these cool countries. And I just sit back and go, wow, they're under the self-improvement category. And these there's women out there listening from these other countries. And there are many, many more. Those are the ones that I just saw pop up this week. So keep sharing, keep adding to the reviews and it will keep growing so we can help more women here. Okay. And I hope you enjoy the episode all about control. Hey sister, are you newly alcohol free, but you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward, or maybe you're still stuck in the cycle of over drinking. Even when you told yourself you would stop waking up each day with thoughts of self-loathing is your anxiety through the roof so much that you wake up at 3am with your heart racing and negative thoughts about yourself. You hide it so well, not many people know. Girl, I get you and I see you. I'm Michelle Porterfield and for so many years I experienced all of this. Here's the deal, quitting drinking is just the first step. I believe that's why it can be so scary. We know deep down it's more. Once we see what's underneath all the covering up, true freedom is found and I'm here to help you do just that. So whether you're newly alcohol free or just sober curious, there is freedom on the other side. I can't wait to help you ditch the wine witch or help you find your mindset breakthrough and reignite your purpose after alcohol. Girlfriend, you are in the right place. Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. Part of me giggled just a little bit when I said, I hope you enjoy the episode about control because do we ever really enjoy the process of turning that mirror towards us and really reflecting on some areas of our lives that we need to work on? Not super enjoyable, but obviously the best thing that we can do for ourselves and the best path to growth and true freedom and true joy. So I'm here standing here raising my hand. Are there any control freaks out there? Just go ahead and say, hey, I'm here, Michelle. I'm here with you. So just understand. I actually put in my notes, I'm a recovering control freak only because I realized that this was the key player under 
those layers of my drinking habits. And it really took me a while to dig down and realize all the areas of my lives that I was trying to control and it's still a work in progress. And we've talked about this and I'm not going to dive into this here, but I do want to talk about, we know that that's just part of us, right? It's not all of who you are. You are not a controlling person. You are not a controlling woman, controlling wife, controlling mom. Okay. Let's just lay that out there. You have tendencies, you have patterns, and this is just a part of you that you struggle with control. And we know because of what we know now with emotional health, with the brain science and all the things that It is just a pattern of self-protection. It is a version of if we control, then we're safe. And sometimes if this idea is new to you, it, it may sound big and like, I'm not really sure what she's saying. Well, that's a huge part of how I help you unhook from these parts of your life that you've really struggled with because there's probably a lot of control wrapped up in it. And there's other things that look like Uh, other areas of your life that might be control. So first of all, what do you mean by control? Okay, when we say, oh, what do you mean by control? Is the to exercise restraining or directing influence over, especially by law. And then I highlighted this to have power or authority over, right? There are areas of our life that we can control and it's helpful, but most of us are actually trying to control other people. Okay. And there may be that part of you that perks up to say, no, I don't. I don't try to control others. Well, just hear me out because it can be super subtle. It can be controlling your kids and their actions and their behaviors. It could be your spouse, what they say or do or how they act in a restaurant or quote unquote behave around you. Or it could be you giving advice trying to make someone see your opinion, hear what you're trying to say and over giving that to them when it's not even your journey or your advice to give in the first place, right? It might be wrong for them, even if you think it's a great idea. And so some of you are just so wanting to control that and wanting to, it's like, Hey, you need to do this and you need to do this. Have you ever, have you ever done that or felt that if you, let's just say that You've experienced having a conversation, even with a friend, and you've got those friends that might just be really good listeners and have an awesome relationship. My friend here locally, we have really developed a very, just such a healthy, deep relationship to where we know when we're talking to each other, we're just sharing, right? And if one of us has something, we feel like, you know what? I feel like this might be helpful for her. We ask permission and we say, hey, I have some ideas. Do you want to hear it? Or do you want to know what I think about that? Would it help you? And we ask each other to really buy into it versus like, you know what you should do? You should do this and you should do that. And you should have done this and should have done that. We don't do that because we know that's not helpful, right? And we typically want to do that with people close to us because we really want what's best for them. And that's really, it comes from a a heart of caring for them because if we didn't care for those people, we wouldn't try, right? So is there another version of you that is 
or another part of this controlling part of you that is trying to control how people perceive you versus you necessarily going out and controlling them or their emotions or how they respond. What if there's part of you and this is this was me, okay, a part of my controlling was editing and managing things I would say around certain people to make sure that they liked me or that I didn't rock the boat. Like I had more fear around what they would think of me or how they would respond or what if they got upset, like how I would handle it. These are those of you that are maybe even in the people pleasing category, uh, really worrying about people's responses. And you do so much editing on who you are that sometimes you lose yourself. And that's kind of where I, I came at it. I was like, who is she? Like, where am I? What do I even want anymore? And that's a whole nother conversation. So what about when stress comes? Do you try to control the outcome? I know I do. And I did. And I, it, it comes, comes back up. Now I'm working through this and I continue to practice this. And a lot of this practice is once we move forward and talk a little more about some action steps I have for you, it's really slowing down. And it's really recognizing this part of you coming up and where it's showing up in your body, what trigger it was, why you think you're trying to control. And here's some ideas. Are you trying to control others' opinions? I mentioned that one. Other people's feelings. Is it other people's actions? What they say? Could be any of those things. And this is just surface stuff. This conversation is... Really just to let you know on the surface, I want you to take a good look. And there's more deeper if you struggle with this at all. And we can work on that together. So what if we turn this around and take back our control? Because I want us to have our control, right? Because we know deep down that we can't control anything or anyone. We can only control our thoughts and our actions, And some of you might be saying, oh my God, this is like, I can't control my thoughts. I have all this stuff coming through my mind and it's spinning and it's overwhelming. But yet you have control, but you have to take it back because what you've done is you've, you've given that control over to potentially the enemy, um, just the humanity of our thought processes and how many thoughts we have throughout the day. And you, if you're choosing, especially if you're choosing to believe them, you given, you're given your power and your control over So here's what's super freeing is when we don't hang on to it anymore. When we realize we don't, we can't control it anyway. So why in the world are we using up all of our mental energy and sometimes physical energy and definitely emotional energy to control things that we have no business even trying to control? So does mind creep in? Absolutely. Especially with my children, I've noticed. So I'm a work in progress, just like you. I've continued to grow and develop, but I see it pop up in different areas. If I'm not taking care of myself as well, if I'm not resting, re-energizing with friendships, coffee dates, massages, you know, things that body work treatments that I like that really go back in and sort of regulate my nervous system, I struggle more. So this highly links into us really caring for ourselves as well, as well. Okay. So as I said before, keep in mind that this is just a form of emotional safety and self-protection. 
probably begin somewhere in your childhood where there was this season or place or event that made you feel unsafe and you stepped in and you were able to control something about it. And so most of the time it worked. Sometimes it just didn't work, but there was an illusion that if you stepped in and you made this decision or you changed the way you behaved or you said something to someone, you stepped in and made a controlling action and you felt better or you felt safer or you felt like you were able to diffuse the situation. That's where the illusion came in and goes, oh, so if I just try to like watch out for what's next and pay attention to them and edit myself, we don't, we didn't call it control. We didn't know that's what it was, but that's the pattern we created. So here's what I want you to do this. I just want you to keep it simple for now. Now, if you're someone before I tell you what I want you to do, if you're someone that you're like, oh my gosh, this is eating up my life, then we need to have some coaching sessions together. Let's get on a call. Let's connect. I can help you through this and begin to help you with freedom because a lot of our drinking habits, for those of you who are here listening and you're stuck in over drinking, it's a version of control and what it is really a lack, a lack of control because when we can't control the stresses of our life, when we can't control how we're being triggered by our spouse or our children, we go towards coping and that's what the, how, where the alcohol came in. Okay. And then of course we get dependent on it and it starts a loop and then it's a habit and on and on and on. And that's what I help y'all with. Absolutely. And I also help you under the, under the surface with this kind of stuff. Cause I don't want you just to not drink. I have no interest in you walking around going, Oh, I've been 35 days, you know, where I'm sober or, you know, I still go to meetings and it's been five years later. That's not what I want for you. Whatever works for you is whatever works. Your, your journey may be to where you need to count. I counted in the beginning and you need to do other things and have other tools and other connections. But I want this to be a freedom journey. This is all about freedom and getting back to where you feel grounded in your body and you have your own self-control and you feel safe inside your body. That's the long-term goal here. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to make a list of everything in your life that you think you're trying to control. Just scribble it down, right? Take some time. Let's do 10 minutes, at least, minimum. Because what happens usually is we go to sit down and write, and we'll write a couple things, and then our brain will stall out. Give it time, and you'll find it. And ask for it. Just sit there and kind of, you know, be a witness. Talk to yourself. Say, okay, Michelle, let's get real. What is it that I've been trying to control lately? And, and write it out. Then I want you to make another list of the things that you know, <laughs> you know, deep down in your heart, what you actually can control. Right? I want you to do that too. Spend some time on that. That list will be shorter. <laughs> Just to be completely honest, my thoughts, my actions, whether I say yes to someone uh, notice someone like really bring it back to what you actually have control over. Okay. As a grown woman. So I just want to share that I did have a client this week. It was beautiful. We had a beautiful conversation. Some of you may know, I use a tool in my coaching with you where we write a breakup letter 
to alcohol because it is a relationship we're in. And I'm going to read that for you later. That's going to be on another episode. Probably will be posted in the group at some point because it was beautiful. It brought me to tears to hear her letter. It was amazing. And she just said to me, she says, I I feel more in control of my life than I ever have before. And she's in her mid fifties. Okay. And she said, I just felt like for so many years, I was hovering above my life, but not really in it. Do you feel like that? I know I did. And she said, now I get to choose what I want to do, what I want to eat, what I want to drink, who I want to hang out with, who I want to say yes to or no to. How do I respond or react to others? Who am I actually going to tell I'm not drinking anymore? What am I actually going to say? Like she knows that now she has the power to choose that. And it's not in reaction of, uh, well, I have to tell people. It's more of like, okay, well, who am I actually going to tell? Because I really don't care. I mean, literally, that's what she said. She's like, you know, I've got friends. We've been going on trips and we've drank together. And she goes, I really just don't care really what they think because this is my journey. And yet, you know, I want to let them know just to let them know. But I'll decide what I want to say and when I want to say it and how much I'm going to say. Because I think so much of us, when we start this journey too, we're so worried about other people. And I'm going to be honest with you, you got two camps. And this is what I told her. You got one camp of your friends and your peoples that are just going to be like, oh, cool, great. And really just don't care. And then you have the other camp that are going to be like, huh. They're going to think more of themselves and how this affects them more than you. They're going to think, well, oh, well, she's quit. Well, maybe I should. That little inner voice too of them themselves where they're like, oh gosh, maybe I need to quit too. And you never know how they're going to respond. But when you're back in control and you feel safe in your body, guess what? It doesn't matter how they respond. It might feel a little uncomfortable. You might have to have sort of one of those conversations, but she feels safe in her body now. And she feels like, Now, too, the actions that she's taking, they're coming from a place of who she actually is versus the blurred version of maybe when she was drinking or inside of the loop of drinking and, you know, making decisions that really weren't from her core self. So that was beautiful. And I want to share that with you. And why it came up for me was because that's what she said. I feel more in control of my life. And I loved it no matter what comes my way. So I hope this helps you. I want you to do the work, do the homework, write it down, at least think through it. But I would love it if you'd write it down somewhere just to give you an idea of things that you can and cannot control. There's tons of cute little graphics out there, too, that will share that with you as well. Uh, It just helps bring it back home for us, ladies, that we really don't have a lot of control in our lives with the people that we even love, even our children. And when we look at it, in the way of how I want you to look at it to a place of freedom. It's very, oh, it feels so good. I was way more uptight and tense when I thought that I had to control it all. And I'm so glad I don't do that anymore. Okay. So I hope this helps you and encourages you until next week. Stay blessed. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. This is what helps the show grow and helps more women to get their hands on the support so they can choose to reduce their drinking or quit altogether like I did. 
Go join the community and say hi over on Facebook by searching Set Free Sisterhood. I will also put the link in the show notes. You can also connect with me for a one-on-one discovery call at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com. And I want to ask, how do you want to feel in the next six months? Who are you becoming? Are you ready to grow? I see you and I've got you. Until next time, stay blessed.